0: Club, and you ain't in it, full of psychopaths, who believe in eugenic, it's an evil club, and you ain't in it, full of psychopath who believe in you, Jenny,
1: it's an evil club, and you ain't in it. All right, welcome everybody. This is the Reality ours podcast, and we're your hosts, Nate and Tony. Hello. And we have an awesome guest on today. We have the great and powerful William Ramsey. Uh, William, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh, yourself and where they can find you?
2: Well, thanks for having me. Uh, So uh, anyway, my name is William Ramsey. I published my first book in 2010. Uh, My first book was Prophet of Evil. This is it right here. Kind of republished it. So I've written like four or five books now. But this was my first book, Prophet of Evil*. Then I wrote *Abomination*, which is about the West Memphis Three case, and then *Children of the Beast*, which was about Crowley's, Alistair Crowley's influence on the 20th century. And my pretty much my first book was a biography about Aleister Crowley, and then my most recent book is *Global Death Cult*. So this one is about um, this one is about kind of like a global cult that is called the order of nine angles it's influence how it's into influence the far right i've done five documentaries and then i also have done i have a podcast which really is an investigative journalist podcast it's titled william ramsey investigates it's the top, in the top one percent uh in the world so i cover a lot of different subjects i covered history parapolitics um true crime you know really kind of anything kind of it's pretty idiosyncratic so I, I definitely cover what I what I'm interested in and what I think people would be interested in and so um that's kind of like the long that's the short version of uh, my brief bio I
1: guess awesome man we are super happy to have you here and I definitely want to talk about your latest book. That one was absolutely crazy. Um, so you talk about how uh, there is a global death cult that is like uh, that's influencing the the right wing even now. Right. Correct.
2: And I think it started really back in the 60s. But um, really what set them apart from other cult groups, like I studied Crowley's groups, a little bit of the Temple of Set, uh, a little bit of the, the Church of Satan. But they're kind of, they have a much more kind of vicious outlook, which is um, really in part of their core manual is to kill somebody. So it's really kind of focused on murder and it differentiates them. And it's grown really from really small pamphlets in the past to current time because of the Internet, it's spread around. So really what caught my eye, I was a researcher into this phenomenon called the Smiley Face Killers, which is about young men disappearing and being found in water. It's still kind of happening to this day, 2022. But the um, somebody came up to me, Igor Sarsky, and said, have you heard this group? And I, no, I hadn't heard of the Order of Nine Angles, and maybe had come across them briefly, but I really did a kind of pretty thorough research of the group, and the book was the really the outcome of it. But I really only started researching it in 2020. But the reason what really set me off on to write the book was that there were murders and things happening in real time in the real world. So, there was a guy in Toronto, his name was William von Neudigem, and he uh, crept up on an older man and slit his throat, killed him, and he got arrested. There was a guy by Nathan Meltzer who tried to set up his military group using and communicating with the Order of Nine Angles, who, or who he thought was the Order of Nine Angles, and he was reading their manuals and doctrines and he was there was actually a picture of one of the Order of Nine Angles books called the Sinister Tradition on his desk and so those were two cases that really were coming to the fore and you see these events and then things happened in Russia and then I was kind of following and reading and following up on far right groups here in the states one is called Adam Waffle it's a fairly recent group maybe in 2015 and they this ideology the ideology of the Order of Nine Angles is permeated a certain section of that group. So they are, there's actually was kind of a fight in within this far-right group, believe it or not, between adherence to this ONA ideology and then just kind of standard Nazis. So the arc of the book really starts at the very beginning of the person who probably put together this whole group. His name is David Might in the UK. And he was friends with a lot of Nazis in the UK, far-right. And then it progresses into the present, how, how I just try to show step-by-step the ONA, the ideology, and then how it kind of permeated. And then they have it's it's designed kind of like a spy or a like a communist cadre, where they have little cells. It would be like a terrorist cell, but it would they call their cells Nexians. So there's little plots all around the world, and that's what makes the title make sense: Global Death Cult, because this group. Has these Nexians in the US and, and there's Nexians in Canada, UK, mainland France, Italy, Serbia, Russia. So there's connections with this ideology. And I've actually, this is the second time I've upgraded my book. So when I published it in March 20, no, it's actually May 2021. And then in October, I re upped it because there was a murder that took place that involved somebody who was writing for the ONA. This guy's name was Daniel Hussein. Daniel spelled D A N. Y a L. He just got sentenced. He just was found guilty, I think, at the end of 2021. But uh he was reading literature or he was on a website and he got this idea that he was gonna he wrote a blood pact to this demon and went into a park in northwestern London and killed two people with a knife, two women. And uh his whole thing was kind of it was kind of like the ONA ideology, which is you murder somebody and try to get away with it. So I think these events are happening currently. There's been uh governments in the US, Australia, UK who are trying to ban some of these groups that have ONA affiliations because they're so hardcore. So you had this this kind of group. Adam Waffen had these kind of, kind of divisions, like Fewer Creek divisions and Sonnenkrieg. And actually, Sonnenkrieg was banned in Australia and if you were a member in Australia it would earn you a, uh, an immediate 10-year sentence so like it's wow. on the radar
1: that's fascinating so they are so people are still um, operating under that mantle order of nine angles to this day
2: absolutely yeah I think if there' still are members you can go to their website their main website I think is o9 a O R G. that's so fascinating.
1: They're still
2: yeah there's still these Nexians. There's still connections. People are still being arrested who've been associated with them. Um, so
1: it sounds like uh, maybe one of the reasons why they are so, I mean, they seem pretty decentralized too, right?
2: Right. And that's kind of curious that you say that because I think that was their inherent design is that they make some more dangerous. Yeah. And they claim externally, I think that there's internal communications. They use encrypted software, the encrypted information, PGP keys. But I think externally, they tell people that, you know, you're you kind of just have the ideology. So it's almost like somebody formulated this ideology and sent it out almost like software. Yeah.
1: So anyone could pick this up and start their own chapter
2: sort of thing. Right. Correct. Yeah.
3: And that is definitely scary. What do you know about the person who started it? Was it, you, like, how serious was it when it began? Was it just, like, this bean troll, or what
2: was No, I think on? he was a very serious member of the National Socialist Movement in the UK. So they used to have, in the UK, they kind of had a popular, more far-right movement. It's not really the same as what it was. There was an actual action, I think, was the group. But he was part of it. So Myatt was floating around with these characters that a lot of people in the U- uh, UK know. And he was very serious, but I think his, he kind of split his time as National Socialist and an occultist. So he was always kind of formulating thing, these things, and it's kind of interesting. This is a post-Hitler, post Hitler, post kind of Crowley movement. They started off just writing three page manuscripts, so you can see these three page manuscripts, and then they started putting them together. So a three page manuscript became a ten page, and then ten became fifty, and then they they organized them into books but he was literally just printing these things out pre-internet on, on ringed binders. I mean, back in the day, really primitive type, I consider very primitive these days. But you could see that his ideology was coming together. He was an interesting guy. He had been to college. He had money from his father and he spent time having different experiences. And I think that that's kind of, and he was in kind of an international sensibility. I think he grew up in Singapore his dad worked for the UK in kind of a international capacity. So I think that he had a very kind of global sensibility actually, because of his ability to travel and see things. And I think his, and he integrated into this ONA thing. So he actually spent 18 months in a Catholic monastery. So he, but it still came out writing Satanist Satanist literature. So it's a little bit uh, paradoxical. Yeah. So I think he integrated that into it. So he integrated the chanting Into this, you can actually go to William Bond Nudigem's website on YouTube and see him do some of these ONA chants. They're still up and online. Um, That's fascinating and horrifying. (laughs) So, he had this concept that, so you'll see these kind of new concepts, but he has this concept that he put in called insight roles. So, you as part of your training, he has a seven step thing called the septenary way. Part of it is to infiltrate in groups and learn from them and try to fill them with ONA ideas. So I think something very similar, if not right on point, like that happened with the Adam Waffen group, where people infiltrated and then put in ONA. So I think they're following some of those doctrines. Interesting. Yeah, so so the insight role could be anything. You become a cop, you become in the military. So you're gathering this strength. And they and so. You'll you see, the, and I mean, just very strange ideas, like uh, all based upon kind of old English words. And so you see these, the kind of concepts that I didn't see in other kind of occult traditions. I think he deliberately kind of excised a lot of Kabbalic ideas and anything that reeked of uh, Judaism or Christianity. So, I mean, to him.
3: Yeah, so it's yeah. it's,
2: and I think I don't think it's very big. I don't think that there's like a million people about to come over the border, but I think that if you're in the wrong person, in the wrong place, alienated, nihilistic, online a lot, and somebody says something, that seems to be the, the background of the people who get involved in the far right or in the ONA too. They're all kind of, uh, at least the ones that I could tell, you know, because they they actually practice this thing where you don't show any external uh show signs to people that you're a member of the lna so it's, it's really kind of a strange ideological yeah. so, so anyway my was for real i think he was for real he was associated with a guy who's known in the uk as the nail bomber which is a very important event in the uk and there's actually a documentary about it uh that's on netflix and uh my was part of what they go through kind of uh changes in names and stuff kind of reform. It was called the National Socialist Movement at one point, and this guy took three bombs, and, and I think he, I can't remember how many people he killed, but he injured over 500, so he's called the London Nail Bomber. His name was Copeland, but uh, he was part of, and I think a member of the NSM and associated with the Mayan, and Mayan knew some of these other well-known characters, and they actually kind of knew each other too, so you see this guy, no uh, Rockwell, in the States, in the U.S., he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, was associated with another guy whose name is Neil. Colin Wilson was his name. So it's actually interesting because the farther you go back, you see that the National Socialist Movement was also post-Hitler was uh, had an international component to it, for sure.
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah, that's fascinating. And And Nazism has always had some strange ties to the occult.
2: Very. I mean, yeah. Hitler very much even before the non- National Socialist movement. Hitler was reading German esotericism. There's this magazine called Ostara. I covered some of the stuff in Children of <laughs> the Beast, my book about him. Uh, he had a book by a guy by the name of Schertel, and Schertel, and he signed all over the book. He's Hitler is writing notations all over it, and I think the title was Magic Theory, and it was very similar to Crowley's kind of title of Crowley's magical opus. But it was something like magical practice and something like that in German. And Hitler's underlining things and learning. So he and I think that the <clears throat> the Nazi movement was rife with occultists. The they hated Christianity. They wanted to ban Christianity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so fascinating. You see,
2: you see that similarity between Hitler and mine. No doubt. Anti-Christian animus. They also
1: had a strange tie, though, to the Catholic Church. No, the Catholic or the, the Nazis. In, I think they, to a
2: certain extent, uh, yeah, there's no doubt that the Catholic Church was much more sympathetic to the Nazis uh, than maybe some other social movement. I mean, they <clears throat> the Nazis helped them get out. They ran the rat lines. A lot of them were through the Catholic. The Nazis got out through the Catholic movement. Hitler was raised a Catholic. Yeah. And I don't think that they, because of the conservatism in Catholicism, I think they were less antagonistic towards German right wing, at least in my opinion. I yeah, I mean, there is
1: a strange connection too with like Catholicism and the right wing in general, as right. far as like they see the Enlightenment as a mistake. They see uh, definitely the Reformation as a mistake. And so right. a lot of right wing tie back, you know, traditionalism to the Catholic Church.
2: Very much so. Yeah. And I think the real traditional Catholics think. You know, they think that Luther was a heretic, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Those are huge. Those hundred year wars were really brutal, really vicious. Some of the most vicious wars ever where they would just go into a whole town and just exterminate everybody. Like they, that sensibility was there. Catholics have a, I mean, I was raised Catholic, but the Catholics have a, a habit of coming up against antagonists and just wiping them out of different sites, even before the Reformation. <clears throat> and if, yeah, that's a whole nother story, but yeah, so the Nazis, the Hitler, definitely an occultist, triumph of the will, very overaligned to all cult ideas where the human will is in primacy. There's no God but man. Um, and that, yeah. that I think is reflected in this group, the order, order of nine angles for sure.
1: That reeks of left-hand path. There's no God. No but man, yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, about absolutely. it, Absolutely. So that's fascinating. I mean, uh, Tony, I mean the last, uh, the last, uh, Interview that we just had was with Scott Horton, and we were talking about Ukraine and Russia, mm-hmm. and we were talking about uh, the actual Nazis that uh, that, as that as are South still Britain. there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Britain. They're the grandchildren of the, Galat- the Galatian Nazis. Is that what they were called? The, yeah, the, yeah, the SS that were there. And uh, it's really, really fascinating. And I wonder if there's any strange ties there too, because you were also talking about things going on in Russia as well with. With somebody's well,
2: order of Nine Angles. There are the right. So, in the American right, there is a desire to be trained. So, even these guys, like the head of Adam Waffen, he joined the National Guard. So, I think so he could be trained too. Military training. Part of some of the far rightists here go to Ukraine and fight in the Azov battalion. So, there's been connections of really hardcore racist right people here in the States connected to Azov battalion. Now, I don't think it's as, you know, Oh, a huge number, like thousands. But then, the Azov Battalion kind of has that kind of Nazi pedigree, no question about it. So, and I, and I, yeah. But as far as the O.N.A. ideology influencing the Azov Battalion, I I wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't know what the real ideology is uh, to know if it really was influenced by the by the O.N.A. But it's certainly like a right wing fascist group.
1: Yeah. Let's dig in a little bit into their beliefs. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious about this because like when I hear Nazi, I, I I mean, I always get confused too. I mean, they call themselves national socialists, right? And it's not necessarily like they didn't really focus on economics so much. I mean, I guess they sort of did, you know, but it wasn't really a socialist socialist movement. Uh, they were just like, what drives these people now? Like, what is what is some of the ideology
2: between the Order of the Nine Angles? So I, I definitely think that it is kind of a post Hitler ideology, but I think what they realized, I think that Myatt realized that they weren't ever going to have popular support because of what happened in World War II it was such a total disaster that not ever people are going to are going to be very hesitant. So I think his uh, hesitant of joining that ideology and movement. So I think that this was a way for him to have power in small. Uh, independent groups that still could be influential and carry on, but it's really the same kind of uh, racism that really informed the Nazis that we're better, you're not. We can kill you off. So I think that, that that similarity is a strain in that in the German National Socialism and in the O.N.A. But it's much, it's very complex. Somebody mm-hmm. smart, whether it was Meid or somebody else. And There's there's some dispute, like some, some people. There are researchers into the ONN, they just say it's my 100%. He's very cagey about him, so there's these multiple names. So he, you somebody's using David Myatt, Anton Long, um, Stephen Brown, so there's pseudonyms there. So there is some uh controversy about whether 100%. It's my, I think it's mostly my but uh, there might be some other people writing these, these uh, pamphlet, the original pamphlets. But very highly intelligent, very druidic. Like I said, the septenary way, you go through steps, you believe in exeatic behavior, which means you're constantly going out and doing things. Uh, you One of the tests to go up this grade uh, is to go out at night, lay down in a forest and not move from sundown to sunrise. So like weird training, you're supposed to be able to, you know, jog 12 miles or bike 150 miles. So there's a physical activity that's good. <laughs> and anti-alcoholism, it seems like. <clears throat> um, so there's a whole kind of mix that's in there. I mean, I do a whole section of my book, uh, just basically going through some of these concepts that that he has. And it's the cont- contempt for other people that very much, uh, I think, is is similar to the nazis like i said but they have this idea of aonic change so they're going to their 400 year plan is to go back into fascism get rid of the drop of humanity which they call homo erect uh, something they're going to become a new man homo galacticus and and go out into the stars so they have kind of a, a space opera mythos like that's where we're headed We got to get rid of all these other bums first because they're holding us back.
1: They're the ones that's super fascinating. So, I wonder if like they're on board with like uh, uh, like transhumanism and uh, a tie into all of these like new, you know,
2: (laughs) I think I think that there's some strange characters. I don't know how much of transhumanism really comes in, but I think that the new man idea, man as god, kind of uh. Mm Uh, the superior being is very much part of their stuff. They have this idea of labyrinthos. Everything's kind of based on Greek. Myatt really loved ancient Greece and was influenced by the language and ideas. And he had this idea of labyrinthos mythologicus. So you're putting out fake things to the public. So they never really know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's just all, there's an oral tradition, which means that you can see their writing, but there's things that they just talk about. So they know they're very sophisticated. So there are some things in writing that you would never know what, what it has to be passed from one person to another. So you seen is very complex. They have this idea of shape-shifting. If you want to have a bad day, um, go watch the video by Ed Sheeran. It's called Bad Habits. The whole thing is based on ONA ideology. It's off the charts. It
1: really. On does. purpose?
2: Whoever, you put think it, he did? whoever put it together, put it together to put the ONA from the beginning. So it starts out with Ed Sheeran's at night. He's dressed dressed as a vampire. He's drinking ketchup like it's blood. He's with his posse. He's got his group, kind of his Nexian, kind of his ONA group. They're out at night. They're flying through the air. They're acting like vampires. They're zombies. Everybody else is a zombie. They're all well-dressed. He flies through a a bunch of smiley face balloons. Uh, The whole lyrics are about meeting people. And, and thinking about killing, I mean, we're listening to the lyrics too. Then it ends, so the sunrise comes up, and that persona drifts off, and he's back to being Ed Sheeran again. It's total ONA stuff. That's and all their, wild. yeah. All their ideas take place at night, so almost everything that they do is not during daylight. So your tests are at night when you're supposed to go out and do whatever you're doing, it's always at night. So, the, whoever, yeah, wow, Ed people are being. It they're not being, um, it's not predictive programming. They are being literally occultized by watching that video. They don't know it, but they're yeah. definitely in a magic, in a kind of a magical way. Just put it up right now. Bring it up. Bring up. Uh, uh, bring up bad habits because you'll see a visual yeah. representation of pure O.N.A. video. Let's see. I I'm think that I think that that video has oh, like man. right now it's got three hundred million. Views on on YouTube. I've never heard of this guy. It's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no, who is he? Ed Sheeran. He he's like a huge global pop singer. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> that would be kind of wild if he was actually he had part 51. of this. One <laughs> point
2: two million followers. Let's see. I'm What's here. his most famous song? I I might have heard of songs. I don't.
3: Know I'm sure I'm you out. have.
2: I might have heard of this song. Yeah, it's very new. I think that it just Bad Habits just came out like this year or last year. So what makes you think it's specifically ONA? Just for the reasons I just explained to you. Well, yeah, but and, it
3: like like specifically to this one group because it seems a little bit vague from what you're talking about.
2: Well, uh, I mean, it's a good question. I think that, that there might be other groups that have this ONA stuff. Like there's all kinds of strange – Oh, yeah, for sure. Secretive secret societies, I'm not part of. But from the literature that I can tell, I've done a decent amount of reading in the occult.
3: The OMA stuff, like, I went through it like a couple of years ago. I found them for some reason, but they seemed really practical. Like, if you really wanted to sow chaos, it seemed like a really, they had a good game plan on how to do that.
2: Yeah, I would agree with
1: that. Okay, this is the first time we've ever done this. So hopefully I'm not going to screw this up. I'm going to screen share and we're going to watch this video. (laughs) Let's do do this. Okay.
2: Yeah, entire screen, sure. Yeah, you go down to share and then share screen. Just pull the video off of this, you know, off of that thing. No, it'll pull up. It'll pull it up. Just go to share. Share share Audio system. split, Split your browser. Move your browser over to the left and then share that other browser. Let's see here. I, I might be able to do it. <laughs> I, I
1: wish you could. Let's see well, here. I
2: might be able to do it. Let me see if I can do it. Okay, so you have to add my thing in there on the bottom. Okay, Chrome tab. I think I just got this. No, because it'll it'll the whole screen will shift. There we go.
1: Here we go. You ready to do it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Oh, so bad. right. There we go. Can you guys see this? I can see it. Yeah, I see it. It's supposed to be full screen. Come on.
2: So the sun's going down, right? It starts right. off with the sun. Now we're dark. It's getting made up. basically a vampire
0: every time you come around you know i can't say no every time the sun goes down i let you take control i can feel the paradise before my world implodes and tonight I had some Bad habits lead to late night Sitting alone Conversations with a stranger creepy every pure intention when the good So there's this group right they're
2: walking in a kind of gang yeah
0: Falling over everything to reach the first time spark
2: here's the getaway right here
0: You alone. conversations with a stranger I fairly know swearing this will be the last but it probably won't I got nothing left to lose or use. or do my bad yeah. habits lead to I I stare in space and I know i control of the things that I say It's yeah the new man
2: It's so, true um, my habits just watched the whole thing, all the symbolism, a bunch of zombies and nobodies running around to a different type
0: of guy. Your
2: dress totally different. A
1: lot of chaos and death.
2: Yep.
1: He's dancing through it, right? The
0: mm-hmm. Fun too late. Nights sitting alone, conversations with a stranger I barely know. Swearing this will be the last, but it probably won't. I got nothing left to lose or use or do. My bad habits lead to white eyes, staring at space, and I know I lose control of the things that I say. Yeah, I was looking for a way out, now can't escape. Nothing happens after two. It's true.
2: True, my pride, i would to you. Ooh, 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 back Go read the. All you have to do is read my book. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, here's
2: it? another one. Here's the shape shifting. This is a, a key element, and uh, actually taking on and letting the god come over you. Yeah. In the interest of the ONA associated is the mage mythological ability of a living human being to somehow transform themselves into animals or even into an entirely different human body, but rather the practical ability to successfully assume variety, various roles, identities, or personae to live, to be, to act out the life of someone else, all for the purpose of obtaining self-knowledge and self-understanding. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, crazy.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's, they take things too far. Like I, uh, there's like some weird positives. Exactly where,
2: quoting the lyrics of that song too. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They really are. Um, I, I like some of those things are half positive where you're saying like, you need to be able to run 12 miles. You should be able to bite, you know I mean? There's like a, there's this weird, like, and I think that's how you get young men. You like, you get them, you, you're like, uh, because there's something about young men that they want to be strong. They want to be like the pinnacle. They want to be powerful. They want to be, you know, like able to kill, you know, there's that, there's that weird uh, thing in you. And so I think that they do attract young men with that, uh, like, and there's like a goal that you have to attain. And then there's these, you know, there's these rituals that you have to go through and you have to pass these tests. And, uh, and then obviously they use it for evil. (laughs) <laughs>
2: it's within a cult context. Yeah. They used to have that in the States. I mean, Boy Scouts or whatever, Eagle Scout, you become an Eagle Scout. And there was much more extracurricular associations in the U.S. It's kind of died out with the advent of uh, digital entertainment and things like that. This is what we have now. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's within the occult. So you're trying to get up in the higher echelons of the occult. And it happens within any occult or cult dynamic. So it's whether we're talking about. The O.N.A. The Temple of Set, Church of Satan, O.T.O., uh, Process Church, all that stuff, you know. So So I do actually in a way.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if you know the answer to this or not, but like, do you know some of their like? Do they have odd religious beliefs? Like, because like you said, they were they were sacrificing, like they were killing for a demon. So they obviously believe in some sort of like. They believe in some they have some sort of uh, religious beliefs right they think if like if i kill this person and i make this pact with whatever this is i'm gonna get something out of it like do you do you know anything more about like like particular demons that they believe in do they have yeah, like they have a 20 theology
2: dark gods 21 dark gods that's 21 what dark trying gods to presence so they have that's where the original literature i can tell you right now what the names are i mean 21 Dark Gods. They're kind, they've actually distinguished them uh, from Lovecraft. But uh, according to their tradition, the Dark Gods are waiting in what may be described as a parallel universe to return to Earth into our spatial causal universe. The universe of the dark gods is a causal, and you can open the context to the dark gods by through stargates. Interesting.
3: Yeah, it feels like there's uh like Nathan said like this like kind of like this draw to be stronger, be better, mixed in with this misanthropic energy, and there's like this sci-fi view of the world which I mean, to be fair, like a lot of religions have.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of religions have uh cosmic space opera, opera element more than you might think. Definitely Scientology, Mormonism.
1: Mormonism um, for sure, that's what I was thinking.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, just about I mean, at some level like
3: All of them, I mean, if they're not yours, that's... All of them or what? Well, pretty much all religions have some supernatural element to them.
2: Absolutely.
1: So, yeah. I've been, you know, I've been having interesting conversations with folks that are really big into the UFO sort of stuff. And, like, if you were to look at things, like, uh, like, if you read the Book of Enoch, he's talking about how Enoch was taken up with, like, the chariots of the gods and he was riding up there with them, like... I mean, if you were looking at that, like in like a secular view, you might say he was taken up in a spaceship, you know, and (laughs) and, you know, there's just fascinating things like all these, uh, do you think that, so I I don't know too much William about like your own beliefs. Do you believe in any, do you think any of these demons exist? Do you think, or is this like, you think these guys are kooks?
2: I have a hard time believing that they're, the, you know, 21 dark gods exist, yet. yeah. Yeah. I mean But that's what they believe. That's the difference. They believe. Yeah. Yeah, I regardless, they
1: think fun. it, and they believe it's true, and they think that they are sacrificing <clears throat> something to something.
2: But I'm a Christian. Yeah. You know, I believe in the uh, Old Testament, New Testament. that clearly are powerful entities or forces that people have tried to contact that are... Yeah. Like, the Old Testament prohibits you from doing. like You're not supposed to be a mm-hmm. seer or a magician. But there are people, Crowley was one of them, um, but people who have done that and, and rebelled. <clears throat> so I think that this is can be seen in that same kind of light.
1: Yeah, but I think I'm, that I'm a Christian out. myself as well. So when I'm asking mm-hmm. about those dark gods, I'm not necessarily, I'm putting a little G on them. I'm saying they could be demons or something mm-hmm. like that. No I,
2: doubt. I don't know, yeah, yeah. No doubt. But here's the here's the weird thing about, about the ONA, which differentiates them from another group, is you're supposed to presence these dark gods through yourself, so it's almost like a yeah. possession. So, mm-hmm. go watch that that video again. Bad habits, you could read my book, but watch him like he's acting like another entity and then it all floats off in the morning when the sun comes. Out.
1: Well, and I, I really think that that's the only way demons can really manifest themselves in this, you know, whatever you know, in our realm here is through people, through possession. So that, that is fascinating. Yeah, And so they're almost, they're like inviting those.
2: They're those inviting tw- that, Yeah. No, exactly. Inviting and then trying to get rid. Of, I mean, I don't screw, I don't mess around with that stuff. um So, but that's what they're saying. And you can, there's followers today, you can go to their websites. They are doing strange rituals, involving blood, and these dark gods. There's a symbol for each dark god in the ONA, which don't look like anything You would ever imagine a lot of them are are corresponding to uh, star patterns, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, some constellation. So it's almost like at night, they're looking at these things, trying to bring it down. And that's the importance of the nighttime, is you can see these stars and constellations. And the the dark gods exist in those stargates in certain parts of the sky. What
3: is the (laughs) history of this? I'm sorry. What's the name of the guy who started it? But like, do you know anything about his personal history? Because it just seems such a
2: misanthropic. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, like I include like, a whole chapter on
3: his personal history. David. well, would. like, like could you like go into like what he was like as a like why was he trying to like sow so much like chaos into the world?
2: Well, that's a great question. Like, why? Why does I mean I don't know why somebody does that, but for him, I think in his writings, from what I could ascertain, is he saw National Socialism as the ideal philosophy for living life so you're taking over conquering you're pushing yourself so that's his philosophical outlook and and that's what he saw in national socialism and that's probably what other people see, see in these kind of right wing like this is I want to be that overcoming person I want to be the ubermensch or whatever so I think that that was his identity but what differentiated him from a socialist is he wasn't Mainly focused on just the political, he saw how am I going to get this? How am I going to get these other ideas into this ideology? And that's what the O.N.A. is. And they they they, they Hitler is not an antichrist in their worldview. He is an avatar, and there are all of there's a number of people who have Savitri Devi, this eter, yeah. eter, esoteric esoteric Nazism. There are people. There's a Guerrero who's from Chile. There's these guys who think that, and that's what the O.N.A. thinks. So their timing of Uh, It's not AD. It's not Common Era, which is garbage. Common Era is a bunch of bloody. (laughs) There's not the from the time Christ was born. For them, it's the year of Fei'an or the year of rejoicing, which is 1889 when Hitler was born.
1: Interesting. That's crazy. Uh, Can you explain a little bit more about Hitler being an avatar? (laughs) So is he supposed to be like the? So is he supposed to be like a dark god, but like a, a skin basically walking around? I like, think that uh, their
2: view of him is that he was the like the the great person of the age. Like it wasn't he wasn't seen as a mass murderer, but he was gay, you know he was somebody who achieved so many things in this world. So I think that their that activistic view of Hitler is um, crazy because all he did is caused incredible suffering and misery and murder. So that perverse uh, to me, it's a perverse view. Uh, but I think it, it it. I think if you are a pagan. Uh, which Hitler said he was. If you're a pagan, you don't have a Christian worldview, right? Uh, ideas of right and wrong, maybe solidified ideas based upon uh, the new, new or old testament. I think maybe for somebody else, it's like, oh yeah, wow, this guy uh, really achieves whatever. I mean, all he did is everything was destroyed, and it actually kind of gets really crazy because some of the ideas of the Nazis and of the O.N.A. Literally go back the, the kind of black sun worship go mm-hmm. way back, supposedly to Atlant- Atlantean times in magical times. So you'll see that black sun motif through the far right. So they know, like they're consciously knowing that they're destruct they're destructive, they want to destroy to create something new. So they, they know they're conscious of it. They're, the destruction is part of the process, and yeah. That's possibly what Hitler thought, like. That's how crazy it is. Like we are, it's like the black magician bleeds when he causes bleeding. Like that's the concept. And I bet I think that the, those guys at the top, Himmler and Hitler, probably knew they were destructive, but they thought it they were destroying to an end. Like, an end like a wanted.
1: phoenix rising from the ashes. <clears throat> that's interesting. And
2: that's in the ONA too. Yeah. So they have kind of these uh Spenglerian ideas. One guy's Francis Parker Yockey. The new Imperium. So they're gonna to try to create a new Imperium, but they want it to be Darwinian. They want it just like the, the Nazis. We're gonna kill off the untramension or whatever.
3: Yeah, I get that. Like there's a of pod- me yeah. though that like they advocate human sacrifice for the sake of human sacrifice. No question. The- no yeah. question.
2: They call it a sacrifice in the ONA.
3: Yeah. So um most Nazis that I mean, I'm not too versed in Nazism, but um they seem like they're um like they kind of push that stuff aside like it might be a means to an end but it's not necessarily like what they lead with which separates this right. group like
2: well i don't think this group leads this this with i but if you saw an ONA member he'd probably sniff you out try to figure out what you were about whether you were a right candidate for the ONA this is not a group that has that putting pamphlets out saying anybody can join cuz i don't think they would take anybody well pass these tests. my point is is that this group is more of an elite group, and th- I think that some of the ideas, even in, in the core of Hitler, like Wavelsberg and things like that, those core ideas you don't see on the internal, the, uh, the sugar-coated exterior. Fascinating.
1: Uh, yeah, so I wonder if they, like... I. I wonder if how well known these guys are like in right wing and like white nationalist movements. I wonder if they're like something to be like sought after. Like that's uh, a
2: great question. I mean, I think that in my book I show that there's a battle in between the occulted Nazis and the kind of more political Nazis. Yeah. And I think that even within the occult, like I've talked to occultists who are not on the far right, but they've heard of ONA people. Like so they're in the occult community, could be anything, Wicca. I mean, there's yeah. so many different stripes. Just like Christianity, Christianity, you could get a totally different view of Christianity from somebody who says they're Christian, uh, you know, yeah. Orthodox Catholic, Quaker. Um, but um, yeah, so I think that the within the Owen, like people are aware, we're aware. People I've talked to in the occult were aware of the ONA. And, and there's not. There's, many
1: so what I find so strange too is it's like an occult weird religion it's a death cult like you said but they also have to tie in ethnicity into this it's like I, is, are white people supposed to be something different like are are other people like myself a beaner are we are we are we something different like are they or they, they're just better than us or
2: oh, I, you any? know it's interesting because they have this, this kind of view of like the homo I can't remember what they call it like a different type of man like they describe it almost like a, like a Neanderthal and somebody else. So these people are lesser than us. We are not. The founders were on the right of England, right? They're white guys, but they had a very sympathetic view towards women. And now the person who's apparently the outer head of the order is an Asian woman. Like that's the one who's supposedly running the whole thing, or with a with a Spanish last name too. By the way. That's fascinating. Ortega. Um, Her last name's Ortega.
1: Well, I was thinking about, I mean, cuz there's a really interesting tie, between like, allegedly, it. sorry. Um, I
2: have to make that point.
1: Uh, like huh. Hinduism and and white nationalism, right? I mean, and Nazism, right? I mean, like Savitri Devi that you mentioned, like they tie a lot of their their occult stuff from like Hinduism,
2: correct? Like right, yeah. And there's a the thing. I mean, it's weird. And Nazism is weird because at least the, the Germans at that time, they looked to the Aryans, right? They looked to that area. So the area of the Aryans was like Iran and northern India. So that's why they went on those tours to um, Tibet and all that stuff because that's where they saw themselves as their founders of their of their ethnicity, which was yeah. part of the reason why this great push into Russia, because that they thought. Their mythology was like pointed that direction. So there's a lot of interest in those in Hinduism and Hinduistic ideas, no doubt. Even though I think that that swastika comes from Hinduism, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm fascinated too. Like, so are the Indians, are they supposed to be more Aryan than the whites? Or, you know, like, I wonder how that works, how they can let let in an Asian woman, allegedly, you know, how, how that, you know, how that
2: works. It's a great question. I don't, how I they do choose. I, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's really that race. I mean, maybe it was assumed back when he started writing that it was an English ethnic thing, but it seems like it's opened itself up and uh, it's not as nas- uh, singular ethnic national, ethno-national, especially <laughs> when you're talking about it, it being in Russia, Serbia. So all these different ethnicities are picking up the ideology. So yeah. how does You guys, if you want to, I mean, these guys are fighting with the anti-fascist cliques all over the world. So the fight between the far right and what we call anti-fascist or hard left, it's happening everywhere. So they're bickering. each. I mean, some of these battles, it's not really that funny, but it's curious to see that same conflict happening. Even in Serbia, people are bitching at the people they know who are ONA members and... Uh, what's happening in the states? And actually, a lot of my research, when I was researching this, were repositories of pretty decent research that was done by far left people. I don't, I'm, I don't know. You could call me a centrist, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but they, they're, they're, they're. No, they know each other. So the far right detests the far left as much as the left, far left detests. Right. And it's all online.
1: Tony, do you have a question?
3: Well, yeah, I was just going to ask, like, how do they square that with um, not being ethnocentric? I mean, the Nazis were all about the master race and all. So um, how do you go I mean, from that I, to...
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know any members. I know what their literature is. Yeah. Like I said, at the very beginning in 1980, we're in a completely different environment. I don't know how this... You would not... If you saw her, like this person who supposedly is the... Uh, you would just go... This is like a foodie who, um, you know, writes on her blog. You never, you never, 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 ever know that she was.
3: Do you know any of the financial history of it? Like what are they making for money? Well,
2: that's a good question. I mean, a lot of these guys had regular careers. And and so there'd be people who you, I mean, (laughs) the Ed Sheeran stuff is just the tip of the iceberg. There's people out there who are teachers and things who know about LNA. That's fascinating.
1: I mean, Ed Sheeran's gang in the video was pretty uh was Go pretty on. multiracial.
2: <laughs> yeah, watch my read my book and watch that video again. He's, he's these are laying out ONA ideology. Maybe there's some other group that has the same ideology as the ONA, but it, it that is a carbon copy of what's in. Their their doctrines, Mm. in my opinion, in their books, so fascinating.
1: Where did where how did the balloons tie in? Because you mentioned that, and then you and then we saw the video. What 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 do the balloons tie into the? Uh,
2: You should probably go watch my Smiley Face Killers documentary. You can get it on. Okay, but I go into that one and two.
3: But it's just fascinating.
2: It it goes in. It probably goes back through Alan Moore. It goes back to it was used. In the um, kind of techno era in the UK, but it has a exoteric and an esoteric meaning, and I think Alan Moore used that. And that the the precept and concept is that the li- life or the world is kind of a big joke, and it's kind of a cosmic joke, so you can do what you want because it doesn't really have any meaning. And uh, you can see that in Cruelly. You got to read. You have to. You know. You should watch yeah. my stuff because I go in and explain it. But Alan Moore's the watchman he is an occultist he says he spends half of his time practicing the occult he's inter he's putting in these symbol symbols for a reason in the intro to the watchman the guy's character's name is the comedian he goes to vietnam and kills people cuz it's a big joke he thinks it's fun gets his cat kicks off of it so
1: Wow. Yeah. So I'm always fascinated by because you can see these things like I apparently I didn't I don't watch the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. I don't watch sports, but, you know, you can always see the occult, you know, different symbolisms and the different things that they do. Like, it seems that I mean, it's got to be it's a pretty bold move for Ed Sheeran to be like, I'm putting this whole thing in this music video. Like, well, it's, he,
2: yeah, but it's not even him. It could be mm-hmm. his artistic director. It could be the yeah. director. He may not even know squat. You don't know, like you don't know, like somebody says Justin Bieber put your hand on your face and make a silence sign of silence, mm-hmm. and then put it through your eyeball. Justin Bieber yeah. doesn't know squat. They're just telling him to do it, like that's their culture because they're part yeah. uh, of a cult world order. There is a, a cult, so Ed Sheeran may not know squat. He he probably just says we're going to dress you up at this. You're going to look like a vampire. Sun so will come up, you'll be back. He could now. be
1: in the leadership. He could be one of the top dogs. <laughs> that's fascinating. Uh, but I'm always curious why they do it. Why do they have to like taunt it, like throw it in our face? Like well,
2: That's the whole thing. So that's, yeah. that's the whole goes back to the basic precepts of occultism is it's occulted to the non-initiate. And it goes yeah. back to masonry. Everything is about we have the inside knowledge. You're the profane. We don't have to explain it to you because we can put it in front of you. We know among ourselves, you don't know squat, and we'll leave you mystified. And the very sophisticated, some of these people at the top of the occult are not dumb. They're not, uh, Arthur Clark, Kubrick knows, knows all this stuff. They are not stupid people, but they know what they're doing. It's an inside joke. They have the symbolism. You can stare at this uh you know, monolith like uh, a monkey. You're like you have no idea what it means, but we know what it means. It's Eleven feet tall, and it ties into to the New World Order. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's really an ashlar. Is really it's part of the Masonic system. When you see that, when you see that monolith, and uh, so that's just one example of the play of the occult on people. So the people on the inside, it's like an inside kind of cult, occult cult, where we know what it means and you don't. Sign of silence means you just keep your mouth shut. It goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. It goes back to Harpocrates. It's the sign of Harpocrates. So those concepts, that's why the Masons go back to Egypt because it had a lot of those concepts that they integrate through Greece to the present. Yeah. It probably goes back from Egypt to Mesopotamia to the very beginning of time. Fascinating.
1: Yeah. And so they've kept these old occult religions and ideas and things like that and passed it down, this, this old knowledge. That and it's a function really... of
2: power. There's a fascinating I wish I could remember this guy's book, but he put out a book. He's really an ethnographer. And he said that even in old ancient societies, whether it was the witch man or the magic, what's it like? The witch or the... Yeah, yeah. The man, witch the doctor. Shaman, like the shaman. Yeah, the shaman yeah. was there to mystify the people but maintain power. So in Aztec environment, the shaman who cuts the heart out terrifies the populace. You could be back next, but he's, he's, he's uh, through the use of magic, he's solidifying that social system at the top and it's incredible. So you can see those things even play out to the present. So even that you sophisticated, technologically sophisticated societies, some of that stuff is still happening.
1: Wow. That's really interesting, man. I,
3: don't you get any questions? Um, I got ideas, but I don't know about questions.
1: Ideas? Let's hear them, man.
3: Well, I, yeah, because I think that a lot of this stuff cuts both ways. Like when you say like the shamans did, I think that is completely true that they are there to maintain power, but also some of them do heal. Like a lot of them change the way people think. So it's like, I think there's a level of complexity there that. Um, I'm just using a generality. It. Oh I mean, yeah,
2: these shamans are like healing shamans, right? Even the old Native American Indians, or I don't know. Uh, so, there's different yeah. purposes of witches or Wicca or whatever, all that stuff that comes there. But that's there's true. always
1: been an occult tradition as well.
2: Yeah, go look at the yeah. druids. The druids were there to maintain power, and the king get it. And if you messed up, they would kill you. I mean, just all kinds of crazy stuff like that. I the think that's of one of the
1: things I'm most depressed about is that Rome really did like. Uh, kill most of the druids right like we don't have a whole lot of because they didn't have a hit a, you know written history and so we only get you know little bits and pieces and what the Romans said about them which is too bad because man they were fascinating because they were they were they were like the doctors they were like the teachers they were like judges they were like the druids sounded pretty darn interesting they sounded pretty cool they were like a mage like uh from what free I've heard yeah
2: history, right. yeah
1: but we'll never really know, which is, I mean, we know little bits and pieces, but it's fascinating. I, I would have liked to learn a little bit more about, but I think a lot of the Gaelic maybe uh, traditions and, and probably religions were probably what tied to the Scandinavian, like they, they had a lot of uh, those same like Celtic religions, right? They had like, um, they didn't call them Odin, they called them Woden, right? And things like that. And
2: yeah, some of the gods were the same and traditions were the same. I think they all had kind of like a horned god, too. I, don't, I think a lot of that, some of the stuff that passes for wicked today goes all the way back to prehistory Druidism, early Celticism, as far as I know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Those darn Romans, they they ruined it all. But this,
2: <laughs> this group, I mean, uh, there's a there's a subtext through the lna of Druidism. It's all, go look at the, What's really weird about the ONA is like, you don't see the overt symbolism. There is a symbol of the ONA. It's the, it's on the cover of my book, but you'll see weird pictures of the forest or a stream or, and, the, and so it's t- taking you back to like the primeval history when you see this ONA. So well, if you, if you do the research, you'll just see the similarity of what they're doing. And so to the again, it's another occulted idea. So the uninitiated, oh, well, that's a pretty picture of some uh, leaves in fall and the tree in fall. But to somebody the O.N.A., they will see it and go, okay, that's where I did my tests and that's where I was overnight and that's where I'm supposed to take my victims and stuff.
1: So that's an interesting difference is that they don't they don't necessarily, uh, well they they are more occult, huh? They're more secretive. They don't put it out there as much that
2: is super fast i mean it's barely on the radar i swear the ona was underground probably until the last two years or three years you go back and look at any any crime associated with the ona just type in order of nine angle crimes you could probably do it on wikipedia there's a decent wikipedia page you won't find anything for like 30 years that was wow. that secret so like there's nothing associated with the ona the reason that i wrote the book is because it all surfaced all these people started to pop up with Adam Waffen and murders and stuff like
1: that. People you know, I, I have fantasies about moving to Idaho, and I have a friend that lives pretty close, like in uh, Spokane, and he's telling me every time he goes to, like, the Coeur d'Alene area, like, the real north parts of Idaho, like, he's also a Mexican guy, uh, they'll straight up, like, there's some serious right-wing right-wingers up there uh, that are like, that are like, Spick! Get out of here! And shit, I'm like, like nowhere else in the country, I'm. I oh, really? currently live in Portland, Oregon, so uh, you know it's a little different out here. You know, we, the deep,
2: some parts of the deep yeah. south, man, they'll look at you. They look at me funny, and I, you know, I'm pretty white. There, there's a lot. There's little pockets here and there. Yeah, and, well, some of these places they have very. I mean, it's like what's that movie? Uh, gosh, it's like uh, American History X. Which one is? No, it? no, it's worse than that. It's like the one where they burn. The uh, big effigy at the end. What is it? The, oh, the Wicker man. man. It's like the Wicker Man. There's like w- literal Wotan worship, Odin worship. Like they're pagans. They're li- pagans are really dangerous. Their sensibilities are dangerous, man. They're not, they're not Christian. Some of those pagans who take them so seriously. The yeah. dates are important, the days are important. And they they yeah, they view human killing way different than other people do.
1: So like normal people don't ever even see it, but I mean, there's a reason why like on a full moon, there is more crime that happens. There are more deaths. Like there's just, there's these little things that we just, you know, normies just don't understand, but like there's like there's shooter season. Like if there's going to be some school shootings, it typically happens within a few months. You know, there's these weird rituals, occult rituals that happen, like sacrifices that happen. And then it's, uh, and if you start to see the patterns, you can tie them back, and it's really fascinating.
2: Yeah, it really is something else. I mean, you just kind of—it's all very secretive. You got to kind of key into it and, and watch it. But uh, yeah, no, that's true.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the one thing that keeps me out of Northern Idaho because, man, it's beautiful. Uh, that's where I want to, <laughs> where I think about moving. And and or my friend yeah, was telling me there's a lot of there was actually several killings that have happened recently uh, where white supremacists will just kill some people up there. And uh, now you're having me wonder if like
2: they were making a pact with a demon, one of these dark gods. And- Could be an ONA member. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's the, the other thing in the occult, which is kind of different is that maybe in Christianity there is, but some of these guys will bleed over. There'll be parts of two or three different groups. So they're yeah. not just, uh, they're not just ONA members. And Crowley actually encouraged all occultists to join as many occult groups as possible. He didn't say, don't be loyal to one, just go join them all. So, whenever you see somebody that has like a lot of occult uh, allegiances, you're dealing with somebody who's read something or got some information, like to not be so. Yeah.
1: You know, might like, be provincial, I guess. A little philemic going on, There's some philemic action going on.
2: I just had an encounter with one. <laughs> I mean, they're out there. There's one on Twitter. Oh my gosh! Go, oh, you can go look at my Twitter page. They're out there. They're, they don't. They don't know the deep, deeper, darker things about Crowley, the child rape and the baby rape and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm gonna read your book,
1: and I want to have you back on and talk Crowley because he's an interesting cat,
2: and interesting, walking. scary dude. <laughs> 1875 to 1947. Yeah, I know. Anytime, man. Just let me know.
1: Tony, you got any last-minute stuff?
2: Um, Not too
3: much, man. Like, I'm kind of fascinated by just the, like, organizational structure, how many people are, like, self-initiated. It seemed like it would just attract wild, unstable people. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Like, it doesn't seem like um, healthy people are not going to be attracted to something that requires human sacrifice. So, I mean that's the other fascinating thing too though so like in the same way that
1: it's a very elitist cult anyone could basically start their own chapter and in that weird way i find it fascinating that we hadn't heard of this a lot sooner like it hadn't come out and like there hadn't been some sloppy people that
2: some people just pass right by it they wouldn't see the connection so they wouldn't yeah there's a chapter here in the states the next thing called the temple of blood it was in the news today, and they found out that the head of the Temple of Blood, which describes itself as a Nexian of the O.N.A., the head was a uh, fed and had taken 160,000 dollars over time since 2003. And he he exposed a lot of people. He led to a lot of arrests out of Adam Waffen. So I think Adam Waffen has changed its name. I don't even know if it exists anymore. But uh,
1: yeah, and uh, yeah. I really all, always wonder how many of this is like run by Feds because the Feds also infiltrate quite a bit.
2: Well, they. some people have said to me the ONA is a Fed operation. If it's a Fed operation, it can't because they come out of the UK in 1980. That's all very well established. They're yeah. doing a terrible job because it's, yeah. it's still influencing. The ideology is finding young adherents who do crazy stuff. Melzer, Meltzer, yeah. Valnudigem, people in Russia... There's people all over. You don't. Need, and these are just the crimes that surface. Just like you said, there's things that may have happened. Nobody knows their real pedigree. They don't know why somebody did something. They don't know the men's rant. Yeah, you know, when it's just a
1: random killing, because they, you said they want to kill and get away with it. So, right. how many deaths can be attributed to this? We have, we'll never know.
3: Yeah. and it's so easy. Like in this day and age we're living in, like ideologies just perpetuate themselves online and pretty much. You know, people just read something and they're like, "Hey, I'll do that," or then they bring up their own thing and make their own copy copy of it. So it's um, it's yeah, yeah like the,
2: it's- the founders of the O.N.A. were strange because they weren't as rigid about things. So you can read this and integrate it in. You don't even have to join the membership. So they have these weird mm. words within the O.N.A. that they have people who aren't members, but they 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 took some of the ideology. I mean, they're called Belobians, or they have some weird word that and it's the, the weirdness of these cults. And it's a kind of a standard thing among cults is they have their own particular language that you have to learn the meaning of the words. Look through Scientology. They have just a weird talk to a Scientologist when they're rambling. They have almost a completely different language. They're speaking English. But that same phenomenon, that same That same kind of approach is in the ONA where they just have words that you you wouldn't need. If you read it, you would have to read an ONA dictionary to know what it means.
1: So what the other thing that I sort of found fascinating too is like, so I wonder if there's some old adherence to like the hard racial essentialist like that, you know, but then there's also now maybe an Asian woman that's, you know, heading up some chapter. I wonder if there's like divisions and splinters or
2: even maybe a, I think so. Yeah, I imagine she's supposedly running the show. She's they've they've uh, can imagine rumors, some rumors. Angry white have,
1: man not happy about that.
2: <laughs> that's the whole thing. That's weird. That's the whole thing. It's it's not the form of like a pure. You have to be a pure ethnic member or something. That's, and that's kind of what's scary about it actually too, is that they're very friendly with females. They have uh, like this old. What do they call it? They have the rune with the way. So there's something within the group that appeals to women, like uh, so. And you know, Catholic Church does that. A lot of these churches try try to appeal to women with their own kind of approach. So I think that that yeah, it's it's very different. It's not this is not your and they. I, I spent a whole chapter of them, Maya talking with or in correspondence with Michael Aquino. And other members of the Temple have said, and he's mm-hmm. distinguishing himself from them through a variety of means, and he thinks they're all posers. I mean, I think essentially what he's saying is that
1: Michael Aquino
2: thinks these guys are posers, or no, the other Dave way around. David Maya, okay, and Maya yeah. thinks Aquino is just a bunch of play actors in there. They're not really. Yeah. They're not really following the dictates of what they say that their religion is. Yeah, I mean,
1: I. I mean, because that there was also that split there, right? Between like the Church of Satan and uh, the Temple of Set, thought the Church of Satan were posers, so right. they set up their own thing. Good point. Yeah. That's fascinating, and because I mean, according to the Temple of Set, right? I mean, so, so are they against human sacrifice? The Temple of Set? I think they have to outwardly say that, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <Good> <laughs> yeah. No, read the read my book. Those sections yeah. about what Mayan says he knows about them and what they put out in public are, uh, two. Yeah. People. Well, my posing as Stephen Brown. So, uh, I take the, my position is that more than likely these pseudonyms are my writing or, or Myatt and somebody else, but it's definitely yeah. forwarded by myat And it seems like, it seems like the Temple of Set kind of sniffed them out because there were multiple people who met the the personage under different circumstances. So one met Stephen Brown, I think, and the other one met uh, Anton Long, and then they came back to each other and said, "Hey, that's the same guy." So yeah, um, I think that that was I, if I remember correctly, that was mm-hmm. in the second chapter of my book. So you I think that my book is interesting too, because it shows the global dynamics. that people are talking uh, internationally from very ter- people of similar sensibilities are talking internationally. And then it just kind of grew up into an international thing, and I think that that's really that. With the advent of the internet, you and I can talk, but these guys can talk too.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they had their own podcast, and we don't know about. It. Oh
2: <laughs> like I said, there's an oral tradition, so there's probably yeah. stuff we don't know. There's stuff that they've written down you can read through, and then there's this stuff
1: to be a fly on the wall, or maybe not. I don't know.
2: Well, maybe you wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. Yeah. Go read the stuff where they try to select an offer. I mean, it's 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 brutal. brutal, stuff. If somebody adheres to it, yeah. And is
1: there it. anything particular about the victim that they choose, or it's just a random yeah. person?
2: No, it's not random at all. Yeah, they, they, there's a whole manual on selecting an offer. Yeah. So they actually go through a selection process. Is this mm-hmm. person fit? So it's kind of like an evolutionary uh, approach,
3: you know? Yeah, kind of Darwinian, right? Like they take yeah, people who on. are. Yeah, like the old
1: man. Yeah, man, man, man.
3: Interesting.
1: Okay. Well,
2: that's what they call them: Homo Hubris, the Hubriati. They have all these kind of strange words. There, they're, the, they're going to be the global galacti- galacticus. But the Homo that, Hubris is an, hubris is like an arrogant, an arrogant person.
1: Yeah. So I also found that fascinating. You were talking about Stargates. I'm a big nerd. I've been watching SG One. Uh, I love the <laughs> Stargate SG One. Do what is a Stargate to them? What do they actually right, think a, that there's?
2: Like, so you would call this is the material world, and then there's a spiritual world. They would call yeah. it the causal world and the a causal world. So the Stargate is between this world and another one, causal to a causal. Okay. okay, that's
1: interesting. So maybe when we die, we uh, go through the stars, like as you were saying, there's different constellations, yeah. or yeah, that's
2: there. I don't know what they're. There. Yeah. They have in their religion that you can live on, you can soul, you can switch souls to something, and your soul can be preserved in a triangular pyramidal pyramidal crystal.
1: Fascinating. So we might have Hitler hanging out in a little tiny pyramid somewhere. I don't know.
2: The ONA was after Hitler, so I didn't yeah. have to resurrect him, man. You know, they'd have to do something or Maybe they have his genes and they could do a little Boys from Brazil stuff, but... Uh... Anyway, I gotta run, guys. Yes. in okay. touch. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, my we pleasure. appreciate it, man. All right, take care. Have a good one.